Hello everybody, welcome to episode 18 and the third day of the fourth week. Today we'll be reading from Genesis 45 and 46, followed by Psalm 108 and Galatians chapter 2. Genesis chapter 45 Then Joseph could no longer control himself before his attendants, and he cried out, Have everyone leave my presence. So there was no one with Joseph when he made himself known to his brothers. And he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard him, and Pharaoh's household heard about it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still living? But his brothers were not able to answer him, because they were terrified at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, Come close to me. When they had done so, he said, I am your brother Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. And now, do not be distressed, and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here, because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. For two years now there has been a famine in the land, and for the next five years there will not be plowing and reaping. But God sent me ahead of you to prepare for you a remnant on earth, and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So then it was not you who sent me here, but God. He made me father to Pharaoh, and lord over his entire household, and ruler over all Egypt. Now hurry back to my father, and say to him, This is what your son Joseph says, God has made me lord over all Egypt. Come down to me, don't delay. You shall live in the region of Goshen and be near me. You, your children, your grandchildren, your flocks and herds, and all you have. I will provide for you there, because five years of famine are still to come. Otherwise, you and your household and all who belong to you will become destitute. You can see for yourselves, and so can my brother Benjamin, that it is really I who am speaking to you. Tell my father about all the honor accorded me in Egypt and about everything you have seen, and bring my father down here quickly. Then he threw his arms around his brothers and Benjamin and wept, and Benjamin embraced him weeping, and he kissed all his brothers and wept over them. Afterwards his brothers talked with him. When the news reached Pharaoh's palace that Joseph's brothers had come, Pharaoh and all his officials were pleased. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Tell your brothers, do this, load your animals, and return to the land of Canaan, and bring your father and your families back to me. I will give you the best of the land of Egypt, and you can enjoy the fat of the land. You are also directed to tell them, Do this. Take some carts from Egypt for your children and your wives, and get your father and come. Never mind about your belongings, because the best of Egypt will be yours. So the sons of Israel did this. Joseph gave them carts as Pharaoh had commanded and he also gave them provisions for their journey. To each of them he gave new clothing, but to Benjamin he gave three hundred shekels of silver and five sets of clothes. And this is what he sent to his father, ten donkeys loaded with the best things of Egypt, and ten female donkeys loaded with grain and bread, and other provisions for his journey. Then he sent his brothers away, and as they were leaving he said to them, Do not quarrel on your way. So they went up out of Egypt, and came to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan. They told him, Joseph is still alive. In fact, he is ruler over all Egypt. Jacob was stunned. He did not believe them. But when they told him everything Joseph had said to them, and when he saw the carts Joseph had sent to carry him back, 
the spirit of their father Jacob revived. And Israel said, I am convinced my son Joseph is still alive, and I will go and see him before I die. Genesis 46 So Israel set out with all that was his, and when he reached Beersheba, he offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. And God spoke to Israel in a vision at night, and said, Jacob, Jacob, here I am, he replied. I am God, the God of your father, he said. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you a great nation there. I will surely go down to Egypt with you, and I will surely bring you back again. And Joseph's own hand will close your eyes. Then Jacob left Bathsheba, and Israel's sons took their father Jacob and their children and their wives in the carts that Pharaoh had sent to transport him. They also took with them their livestock and all the possessions they had acquired in Canaan. And Jacob and all his offspring went to Egypt. He took with him to Egypt his sons and grandsons, his daughters and granddaughters, all his offspring. These are the names of the sons of Israel, Jacob and his descendants, who went to Egypt. Reuben the firstborn of Jacob, the sons of Reuben, Hanok, Peru, Hezron, and Carmi the sons of Simeon, Jamuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Zohar, and Shul, the son of a Canaanite woman, the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari, the sons of Judah, Ur, Onan, Shelah, Perez, and Zehar, but Ur and Onan died in the land of Canaan, the sons of Perez, Hezron, and Hamuel, the sons of Issachar, Tola, Poah, Jashab, Shimron, the sons of Zebulun, Sered, Elon, and Jareel. These are the sons Leah bore to Jacob in Padamaram, besides his daughter Dinah. These sons and daughters of his were thirty-three in all. The sons of Gad, Zephron, Haggai, Shuni, Ezbon, Erai, Aradi, and Arlai the sons of Asher, Imna, Ishva, Ishvi, and Bera. Their sister was Shira, the sons of Bera, Heber, and Malkal. These were the children born to Jacob by Zilpha, whom Laban had given his daughter Leah, sixteen in all. The sons of Jacob's wife Rachel, Joseph and Benjamin. In Egypt, Manasseh and Ephraim were born to Joseph, by Asneth, daughter of Potipharia, priest of On, the sons of Benjamin, Bela, Becca, Ashbel, Gira, Naaman, Eha, Rosh, Mappam, Hapan, and Ard. These were the sons of Rachel, who were born to Jacob, fourteen in all, the son of Dan, Hushim, the sons of Naphtali, Jaziel, Guni, Gezer, Shilhim. These were the sons born to Jacob by Bilhah, who Laban had given his daughter Rachel, seven in all. All those who went to Egypt with Jacob, those who were his direct descendants, not counting his sons' wives, numbered sixty-six persons. With the two sons who had been born to Joseph in Egypt, the numbers of Jacob's family, which went to Egypt, were seventy in all. Now Jacob sent Judah ahead of him to Joseph to get directions to Goshen. When they had arrived in the region of Goshen, 
Joseph had his chariot made ready and went to Goshen to meet his father Israel. As soon as Joseph appeared before him, he threw his arms around his father and wept for a long time. Israel said to Joseph, Now I am ready to die, since I have seen for myself that you are still alive. Then Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's household, I will go up and speak to Pharaoh and will say to him, My brothers and my father's household, whom were living in the land of Canaan, have come to me. Now the men are shepherds, they tend livestock, and they have brought along their flocks and herds and everything they own. When Pharaoh calls you in and asks, What is your occupation? You should answer, Your servants have tended livestock from my boyhood on, just as our fathers did. Then you will be allowed to settle in the land of Goshen, for all shepherds are detestable to Egyptians. Psalm 108 My heart is steadfast, O God. I will sing and make music with all my soul. Awake, harp and lyre, I will waken the dawn. I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love, higher than the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches out to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens, and let your glory be over all the earth. Save us and help us with your right hand, that those you love may be delivered. God has spoken from his sanctuary. In triumph I will parcel out Shechem, and measure off the valley of Sukkoth. Galid is mine, Manasseh is mine, Ephraim is my helmet, Judah my scepter, Moab is my washbin, upon Edom I toss my sandal, over Philistia I shout my triumph. Who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? Is it not you, O God, you who have rejected us, and no longer go out with our armies? Give us aid against the enemy, for the help of man is worthless. With God we will gain the victory, and we will trample down our enemies. Galatians chapter 2 Fourteen years later, I went up again to Jerusalem, this time with Barabbas. I took Titus along also. I went in response to a revelation and set before them the gospel that I had preached among the Gentiles. But I did this privately to those who seemed to be the leaders, for fear that I was running or had run my race in vain. Yet not even Titus, who was with me, was compelled to be circumcised, even though he was a Greek. The matter arose because some false brothers had infiltrated our ranks to spy on the freedom we have in Christ Jesus and make us slaves. We did not give in to them for a minute, so that the truth of the gospel might remain with you. As for those who seem to be important, whatever they were makes no difference to me. God does not judge by external appearance. These men added nothing to my message. On the contrary, they saw that I had been entrusted with this task of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles, just as Peter had been to the Jews. For God, who was at work in the ministry of Peter as the apostle to the Jews, was also at work in my ministry as an apostle to the Gentiles. James, Peter and John, those reputed to be pillars, gave me and Barabbas, the right hand of fellowship, when they recognized the grace given to me, they agreed that we should go to the Gentiles, and they to the Jews. All they asked was that we should continue to remember the poor, the very thing I was eager to do. When Peter came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face, because he was clearly in the wrong. Before certain men came from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles, but when they arrived, he began to draw back and separate himself. From the Gentiles because he was afraid of those who belonged to the circumcision group. 
The other Jews joined him in his hypocrisy, so that by their hypocrisy even Barabbas was led astray. When I saw that they were not acting in line with the truth of the gospel, I said to Peter in front of them all, You are a Jew, yet you live like a Gentile and not like a Jew. How is it then that you force Gentiles to follow Jewish customs? We who are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners know that a man is not justified by observing the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we too have put our faith in Christ Jesus, that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by observing the law. Because by observing the law, no one will be justified. If while we seek to be justified in Christ, it becomes evident that we ourselves are sinners, does that mean that Christ promotes sin? Absolutely not. If I build what I destroy, I prove that I am a lawbreaker. For through the law, I died to the law, so that I might live for God. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. Thank you everybody. Back tomorrow.